0: Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay and I'm your host Craig Wells and it's such a great day to be with you today and today I have with me two of my good friends Chris Carter from Florida yep, Gainesville. and Gainesville that's right and Kevin Couch from Wiley, Texas where the best meat is. We'll have to talk about that on another day. Uh, I don't want to be paid, not paid for hostagens. Um but we are going to talk about going into the up here and ascending and things that are in our heart, all right, so I'm going to, uh, without further ado, I'm going to hand it to Chris for a little bit, and then he'll give it to Kevin, and it'll come back to me, so join us while we step into the unknown. I wish I had a little music right then.
1: The music would be epic. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. put some on while you're talking. Well, that, that'll make it good. Let me ask you, Craig, what would you like to talk about with Ascension? Because it's a big subject. Any, anything, since we're live. Well, I get it. And they're listening. I, that's all right. Did you they're, put me on the they're spot. They're in now. They're you in now. You put me on the spot. Well, I mean, let's, well, let's think about just the importance of it. That's what. That's exactly what I was going to say. Let's talk about why we do it. And, he's copying me, Kevin. And why it's a great I just took the words out of your mouth is what it did. It's yes. like, I bet he's going to want this. Yes. You know, so there is. Can we do one thing real quick? Yeah, of course. Okay, listen, listen, listen.
0: Can y'all hear me? They can. You know, um, we did an ascension today. We just got finished with the aligning creation uh, forever. I guess that means we don't have to have to do it again. Maybe we did it one time. We did it forever. Forever. Oh boy. Yeah. I don't think I'll call it that no more. Aligning creation for the year. Aligning creation till the next time. (laughs) Till the next time. Okay. And um, well, after that we went to Annie. um, She's kind of like the the mom of the ministry. And we were doing a ascension there with her. Actually, Chris was leading us into this ascension. And um, so he was asking us some questions and leading us. And Yeshua, when he came in, he, he asked, what did he tell you? He told me, he said, I made the, basically he painted the ocean and, and the water and the beach for me. This is my favorite place, okay? This yeah. is my happy place, all right? He said, I did it just for you. And it was cool at the moment. Yeah. You know how you go through the ascension we just went through in church? Yeah, It was really, really cool at the moment. When well, we come home, and then I had to post something for Facebook. Actually, I was posting a podcast and a memory come up from 10 years ago that said the exact same thing. Yeah. That the Lord was telling me that Jesus made the beach and the water just for me. Now, we can say that's coincidence or we can say that's Holy Ghost of these. Yeah. Okay, anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there before you went in there, because sometimes people don't believe what we're doing, or maybe don't comprehend or understand, but Holy Spirit is moving great through this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I think you know the best way to understand it is especially if someone's like, What's ascension? It's kind of a freaky word, but it's really just a way of saying, do what John did in the beginning of the book of Revelation when he said, I, you know, it's I'm I'm on the Isle of Patmos but I'm in the spirit on the Lord's day. And that's really all that we're talking about doing. And there's about a, I don't know how many scriptural references there are, but they're there. Paul talks about it more than anybody. He says, I pray that the eyes of your heart would be enlightened or illuminated. And he talks about praying in the spirit on all occasions. Again, do what John was doing uh, in the book of Revelation. And just in my own life, uh, I I never knew it could be this good. I never knew that that was possible. Had Had a fun encounter with the Lord 12 years ago where unexpectedly, even though I knew that you could, the Holy Spirit could show you some things that the eyes of your heart were real. You could see a vision, have a dream, be praying for somebody and get some pictures or something like that, a sense about something. But I went into a prayer meeting and came out with the eyes of my heart opened, totally unexpected and I knew that it wasn't a special thing for me that this was available for everybody. Cause if it was happening to me and I knew I didn't do anything to make it happen, I certainly didn't do anything to deserve it or earn it. Then this isn't some like special gift, but it was just a phenomenon that came with believing in Jesus and being filled with the spirit. And you know how God does stuff. Sometimes things are lost for a little while, but God will never let it stay lost forever. He'll have a time. He'll make sure to bring it back. If it was hidden, he'll bring it to the forefront. And that's what we're in right now, is a time where he's reminding everyone that he seated us in the heavenly places with Christ. The only question is whether or not we're going to be conscious of it, whether or not we're going to perceive it. But the fact that we are seated in the heavens is a done deal. And, uh, you know, in our conference this weekend, Craig, I quoted Art Katz, a favorite author, Uh, passed away in 2007, but... Anyone that's listening uh, is a great book he wrote called Apostolic Foundations. I think it should be required reading. He has a chapter called Eternity. And in that chapter, and, and Art never knew this stuff. Like he never experienced this, which makes what he said all the more prophetic. Because he said for us to be the church that we are called to be, we are going to have to not just find that eternal place, but learn to dwell in it. That that's the one thing that makes us peculiar. And I think we, you know, again, no one's fault. We're not getting on to anybody. No one knows why we lose the thread of things from time to time. No one knows really why it happens, but God always has a plan. And here we are, maybe at the moment when it matters the most, where now we're learning to open up the eyes of our heart again and simply be where Jesus ascended to. That's all we're doing. We're just, we're just with the Lord, just like John would say, I may be on the Isle of Patmos, Patmos, but I'm in the spirit on the Lord's day and I saw him. And this is what he said to me. And I think maybe one of the biggest revelations for anybody is that that is not an elite spiritual gift that's only for seers or for someone special like John. That is for every single person that's come into Jesus, that has accepted that, that, that gift, that has been filled with the Holy Spirit. That's available. Like that's not for only the apostles. I mean, we, we can see that scripturally again, Paul tells everyone to fix their eyes, not on what they can see, but on what's unseen because what's seen is temporary and what's unseen is eternal. And he doesn't say only if you have the gift of seeing. He says that to everyone that that letter would be sent to everyone that would ever read it to fix your eyes on eternal things. And how do you do that? Well, we would always say, and we're using Paul's language again, that you're going to open the eyes of your heart. Now there's a lot of ways to describe that, but if we had to retranslate that phrase today and some translations like the passion does use the word imagination, but the best way to say it would be the eyes of your imagination. And, you know, that word's kind of fallen out of favor in our modern day. We think imagination, we think just making something up, make believe. We think fantasy. But That's not because that's what the word means. That's just kind of what our scientific world relegated it to. But the word imagination is such a powerful, strong word. And it means more than just what you can make up on your own. It really is an internal connection to God's divine creative force. It is where the source of all images are coming from. And that's the eyes of our heart. Paul, if if anyone again listening, this is a a, a wonderful field of study for me. I nerd out with language and and words, but uh, Paul didn't have the word imagination when he wrote Ephesians. That word didn't exist. No one knew it. There's no language in existence on earth when Paul was writing his letter to the Ephesians that had that word. That's a relatively new word. It's about seven, 800 years old. And it just is an evolution from that phrase, eyes of your heart, which was an evolution from other phrases like the eyes of your mind or your mind's eye. And Paul's just taking it the next step. And He's calling it again, some internal way of sensing and seeing. So I know we're going to Do another podcast where we actually do some ascension, but if you're just wondering, those of you who are listening, why why do we do this? Like, why do we take this free gift? You know, is it risky? Yeah, I mean, like, there's no, there's nothing in God that isn't risky. I mean, like, I know people are like, man, if I just use the eyes of my heart and use my imagination. What's my guarantee that I'm gonna get it right? And I'm thinking, well, there's never been a guarantee that you were gonna get anything right. It's just God's goodness and mercy that he knows the intentions of our heart. Of course, when we do use the eyes of our heart, we don't ever stop testing the fruit. We always make sure what we see, what we sense, lines up with the fruit of the Holy Spirit, with God's character, God's plan that you can clearly find in the scriptures Or are just reading the, this greatest story ever told that he's telling. So we know that there's always a chance that we're not going to see it hundred percent right. And what we do is we just kind of give the whole experience to the Lord and we go, God, for, for right now, I'm going to trust that the Holy spirit is bigger than my will and my intellect. And if you don't believe that that's going to make any interaction with God hard anyway. So you believe that God is bigger. The Holy Spirit is bigger than your will or your intellect. And that if you go, Lord, I'm going to attempt to open the eyes of my heart here and be in the heavens with you. And I'm going to trust that you can correct me and keep me on the right path. That's more or less how all this starts. You want to jump in here, Craig? You yes, got for a second. Yeah. I'm, I'm
0: going to uh, pass it over to Kevin in just a moment. But while we're saying that, I just wanted to share with you, you know, you're, you're going into developing, to me, this is the way I look at it, the area that has images revealed to you. That's really what's happening. At first, it may seem like, you know, you say ice cream. You know, like if, 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 if Chris tells me, think of ice cream, I instantly think of chocolate ice cream. Why? I love chocolate ice cream. I can picture it. Well, you know, brother, that's, that's not spiritual. Well, I have moved along from ice cream, <laughs> okay, to some other characters of Yahweh. But Yahweh didn't mind that my mind was focusing on ice cream or whatever. But you are developing your senses. This is something that I think, um, I'll just tell you like Holy Spirit told me about two years ago. He said, son, you haven't mastered your craft, and I'll be honest with you, when he gave me those words, I rebuked what I heard. You know, because he used the word craft. Right, right. You know? craft. And then he said, Me mastering it. Right. Because I was not taught that in church. I was taught everything by the unction of the Holy Ghost. Wasn't you taught that? Come on, be honest with me now. You know you're shaking your head, yes. It had to be the unction of the Holy Ghost, thinking that you had no involvement. It was going to be a spontaneous experience that happened to you by the leadership of the Holy Ghost, and you are basically a dummy shell. Yeah. But we've grown from that. Not that that doesn't happen. I do dimensional shifts all the time where the Holy Spirit shifts me into something. But you're not a dummy shell. You're, you're, you're the shell of the Holy Ghost. Let's just be honest. You're the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so, before I go on that, I'll talk more about that on the next podcast. I want to turn this over to my good friend, all the way from Texas. I love this guy. He has a heart after Yahweh. He sings, he writes, he ministers, and he knows how to take you to the best places to eat in Texas. I will tell you that right now. Kevin Couch, here you go, sir.
2: Thank you. I, I really, I enjoy what what Chris is saying. I think you know, my mind goes back to the first ascension that I ever experienced which was actually not of my own doing at all. I was woken up at three sixteen in the morning. Wow. Which is exactly what right. Gustav said earlier. Yeah, wow. Exactly. And I thought there was a light shining in my eyes and I actually got mad at my wife thinking, What are you doing? And she was sound asleep. Yeah. So the Lord woke me up with a bright light and I went into my living room and I knelt down, and I didn't know what else to do, so I took my tallit and put it over my head, and the Lord immediately said, no, take the tallit off and open your eyes. And when I opened my physical eyes, I was not in my living room, I was in the middle of the cosmos. Wow. I was in the middle of space, and all these stars, and the Holy Spirit appeared in front of me, and and Yeshua was there, and He said, I want you to start seeing this way. On a regular basis and I think the part that excites me about this subject is the open invitation it is so it's free you know and it's 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 at our fingertips it's so it's just literally right in front of us and I just love the fact that he designed it that way so that we can go there as often as we want and we can experience him that was just his way of, of showing me that there's another dimension that you don't know about. And I also, I have a question. I don't know if this is the right time, but I think we should ask it on the next one. Yeah. But anyway, I just, um, I'm encouraged. I love this. I think this is amazing. Well, once
0: again, thank you so much for listening to us on coffee and the cosmos. I love you. You are so beautiful. Shalom.